Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Russian artist and producer Alexander Abramov lives his life out and proud on his Instagram account every day, where over 300,000 people, including me, follow him for a look at his woofy furry goodness in action. Alex has just released the first two volumes of a five-part series of revealing art photography books titled Uncovered. The hunky Russian has kept personal journals for more than 18 years and has drawn upon those memories to create Uncovered. Says Alex, my diary is about awareness of my homosexuality, about my experiences and explorations of the world. First feelings, first love, first sexual encounter. It's also about human imperfection and struggle, drugs and fears, scars and past troubles. On the whole, it tells of becoming the man I've wanted to be, a man who's able to inspire others to make changes for the better. What you see is what you get with Alex, and that also applies to how he chose the five characters in Uncovered. Each volume is named for the characters he portrays, a wrangler, mercenary, woodsman, journeyman, and seafarer, and all represent masculine sexual archetypes Alex has been drawn to all of his life. He says, it's all about my, let's call it, sexual fantasy. I was always into men, like men, men, men. You know, soldiers, cowboys, lumberjacks. It should look like men and smell like men. It should wear clothes like men. I'm totally cool with different types in our LGBTQ community, all these different things. But my personal preference was always about men. We're going to chat with Alex in just a moment, but here's a little background. He began his career in the media business as an assistant in a PR agency in Kazakhstan, where he was born. He moved to Moscow in his early 20s, where he worked as a producer of photo projects. He also dabbled in fashion design, creating collections that appeared on the runways of Russian Fashion Week. Google it, you'll find it. Life eventually led to working in TV as an executive producer of a popular makeover reality series, where he remained for five years before moving to the U.S. He says, it's been a long winding road to where I am now, but all of my past experiences in magazines, fashion, and TV have contributed enormously to the making of this series of photography books. They are all a part of the fabric of the man that I'm excited to reveal in Uncovered. Everybody, let's chat with Alexander Abramov. Thank you for having the time to chat with me. Of course, of course. Probably like second time to my radio uh, interview. With Larry Flick. Yes, with Larry. And I mean, I was trying like, you know, just my speak again and prove my English with you. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing really, really well. No worries at all. <laughs> Thank you. I have to tell you, I've been following you for years on Instagram, like about 300,000 other people in the world. And it's always a bright spot when you post, <laughs> and it's always fun. What I didn't know, this has come from press materials, is that you were rather sickly or unhealthy when you were younger, which is hard to picture. Yeah, let's call that like I was unhealthy skinny. Like for for a boy who was like six two tall, right? So and yes, I did had like some prob uh, my problem with my with my household intents, right? Intestines. Intestines, yes. And was uh, when I was like, uh, if we go go like back to when I was like kid, kid, like small around like 
three, four, five years. So yes, I have like problem with uh, uh, like to breathe, like uh, how it's called asthma, asthma, right? And uh, yeah, so I have like kind of like uh, doctors say that like I could like it could be worse, but my grandmother and my mother they like kind of like put all everything that's like to make me like one problem less in my, in yeah, my life. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had I had a problem, like a uh, really uh, big problem, and so I'm still kind of like live with uh, my surgery. So, mm-hmm. but I train my body and I train myself. So, like I kind of like uh, I can control everything around around me. So I'm 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 totally cool and I'm feel totally completely healthy. Well, I bring it up just because you look like the picture of health. No one would ever, ever think, wow, this guy must have been a little skinny or unhealthy at some point. So it was a big surprise to me because you look like, well, obviously a lot of people would love to look like you. So, <laughs> so it was a surprise. I had no idea. Yeah, it was a long way to to become like who I am now and like look like how I am look now. So it's like, yeah. And part of that journey was obviously finding the gym and you did that for yourself. So was it hard to like walk into a gym and, and go, I'm, I, I think this is going to help. This is going to fix a few things or. So my first motivation to go to the gym, it was, it wasn't about like, Oh my God, Alex, you're so skinny and healthy. You need to become more healthy. No, it wasn't about health at all. It was about my sexual preference to because I wasn't attractive to guys with who I want to be. So come on, like I was like 20 years old guy who just moved to Moscow. So and of course, there's like we'll be like a lot of different men. And I start my gay experience and like, I mean, in a, in a full life in a full story, you know, in a big city. When I start like start hurt, like first no to me. I, I'm like, mm, okay, so maybe I need to do something. Like, for example, <laughs> I start go to the gym and like become because you know I was always attractive to like kind of like muscle big guys. So like you know, and when you like, I had a lot of flowers and I had a lot of experience when I was skinny, but it wasn't exactly what I want. So I start go to the gym because I just like I want like a little bit like change my body to be to become more attractive to a type of guys who I really like. Well, and it looks like you were successful because I see pictures of you and Brett, and <laughs> you made it. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, but you know, it's like it's um, now. Of course, now my motivation is like it's different completely. Now I do it for myself, for Brett, like I mean, to look good for him. Of course, because we will make joke about it. when I when I first time showed him pictures when I was skinny, and he was like, "No way, it's you." I'm like. Yeah, this is me, and he like, I mean, he and he try to be nice to me, and he like, oh, you, yeah, you were, you were cute. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Brett, you don't need to be nice. Like, I know this. Like, if I will still look like this, you will probably never ever look at me on my way. So when he showed me his young pictures, like um, around like twenty something, like twenty five, like thirty years, so he. Uh, didn't have any like hair, facial hair. So, uh, and then he showed me, and I'm like, oh my God, like, thanks God you have a mustache now because, like, 
<laughs> I will probably never ever look at you. I mean, you know, it's, it's always about preference. Yeah, so, absolutely. Like, what we like. Yeah, so it's like it's nothing wrong with this. My first motivation was like very specific, let's call it like this. Well, good for you. You know what you're doing. You mentioned the book. Let's talk about the book because that's what, what, what we're really here for. And I've seen pictures on Instagram, obviously, and I've, I've been to your website. Through all of those years, through your teen years, through your early 20s, you apparently kept journals. And you've taken those journals and those thoughts and those memories, and you've turned it into a series of photography art books called Uncovered with five different volumes with your photographer who apparently you've known for a while. Yes, it's my uh, really, really, really good friends with who I, I work in Moscow almost for 10 years. So, and when I was, I decided like to, to make this project, I, you know, like I even like, I know a lot of photographer guys like from Moscow, from here, from the United States. So I didn't question myself about who it should be. I just call him and I'm like, okay, I have an idea. Do you want to like join me? And actually he his answer was like, Immediately, he's like, yeah, of course, yes. Like, he just moved to L.A. a year ago, and it was, like, easy for us. So I just need to, you know, like, go to California for a few days. And, like, it's new beginning, too, because he actually, he's very major in Russia. He was in, a, like, very high level, and he worked with all, like, fashion magazines. He did a lot of commercial. Now he starts, like, from from beginning. Because, you know, United States market, it's a little bit different. And I told about, I, 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 I uh, tell me about it, about my experience in a book too, because when I moved here and I was kind of like have a lot of, I had a very high position in uh, my career in Moscow. And when I moved here, so I become like, again, like from beginning, like start little by little, step by step, by step like do some projects, like to start like, again, you know, like I'm, 18 again or something but where did you get the idea to do the book and and to do five series in these characters can you tell me about that like idea about book because it's for the for the photograph it's for the story so i do photograph like a producer like a photograph uh font like for i know for 10 12 13, 14 years almost so when I was looking for like some project, because uh, it's very, it's, it was very tough time for me to move to United States. And I'm telling about in a book how hard it was. I, I got, I got, uh, I got married. I got divorced. I got, I, I, I met Brad. It was like every, a lot of things, a lot of shit, let's call it this, like uh, happened for this two years when I moved here mm -hmm. in the United States. So when I was like, uh, met Brett and be like, was, it was a year already, like how we were together. So I was, he kind of like bring life to me to back to like, you know, like to start thinking about it, like in a, something like about creation, about like project, about art. I'm, I was thinking about like, okay, like I want to do some, like some photography because it's, what exactly I really like to do, like for a long time, it could be photograph. Yes, what I wanted to do, and it was actually like kind of like my Instagram. He gave me this part of this idea because Instagram it's about photo, mm -hmm. and I have like huge huge following, and I'm like, so maybe like I need to do something like 
not like for my followers, but you know, like because I got a lot of questions about my life and indirect message. Like well, a lot of people, I like, question myself, like about like about gym, working out routine, about my relationship, about my life, about my work, about my how I moved to the United States. I mean, all this kind of like question, you know, like and Instagram, like photo stories. So just like bring like all this together, like mix it up. So uh, people want to know me better. Why I, I can tell them about me a little bit better. So people want to see me naked. Okay. <laughs> people will see me naked, but only in the way how I want to like to like represent myself, you know? So I, I actually don't, ha I don't have like any issues with this like this. I become naked and it, you know, like it was part of, more, it was more about part of like kind of like marketing, right? Story like to sell this book because let's be realistic, right? Some part of people will buy this book because they want to know me better from through my notes. Some part of people will buy just because they want to see me naked. And I'm cool, I'm cool with this. Cast actually, a check. I be, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will be actually like happy if these people who will buy a book like just to see me naked, they will like my story for them and like, you know, get something more just like, not just because like naked Abraham of legs or something, you know, but I mean, this all like story about Instagram, like they kind of like give me this idea, like just put it together, how it could be, how it look like. I mean, when I got first time, I got a hard copy of the book, first book, just like to prove paper quality, color, like testing, all these like things. I was like, hmm, this is really great. And I see like go through the naked pictures and I'm like, I will probably never ever will be embarrassed or ashamed what I'm done because it's it's done well. And I'm I, you should understand, I'm very, very, very like high expectation, especially about myself and about what I'm doing in my life. When I was like start do this like and i uh we have like uh, actually a big issue with brett about doing this book because you know like he didn't wanna like that like his man like you know becomes naked in a book and like all this stuff so but when i got like first shot like first days like and i i sent to him like first pictures and like share with him like i'm like look at how cool it it is like, and he's like, oh my God, yes, it's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, so we're done. And I'm not regret about nothing. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. No, but sometimes, you know, sometimes. Oh, sure. Like... Oh, sure. Um, I've had some jobs that I had regrets about. <laughs> what also is really interesting is with the five books, there, there are five stories or five characters that you play, but this is all telling a story. My life. Of your life. Yeah. So it's like, it's a, uh, uh, let's make it clear. So it's a five different characters. So it's like Wrangler, Mercenary, Woodsman, Journeyman, and uh, Seafarer. Seafarer, yeah. So what I was like uh, thinking about when I was choosing these characters, uh, it's very easy actually. It's all about my, like, let's call it like sexual fantasy, you know? So it's like how. I was always, you know, I was always into like, like men, you know, like, like man, 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 like, you know, it was soldier, it should be like cowboy, it should be like lumberjack, it should be look like man, it should be smell like man, it should be like wear clothes like man. I'm totally like cool with different kind of, uh, let's say, uh, level of 
uh, our LGBTQ community. I'm totally cool with like this part of feminine and like transgender, all these like different things. But my preference always was about men. So when I was like choosing like these characters, I was like, okay, obviously like I was like I was always like always crazy about like cowboy things, like all this American dream. Like why I make actually like him like a first hero, like first book because I mean, especially after this movie, I actually don't remember how it's called in English, uh, when this um, Jack John Hall and Heath Langer. Oh, yes. Uh, Broke Bat Mountain. Yes. I mean, come on. It's like iconic movie for gay culture. So, I mean, for me, it was like go through this like uh, characters, like, you know, being a, being a, like in a, we, sh- we did shooting in a Joshua tree for this part. So, and as you know, it was, it was it was a special moment. So yeah, and after like I go to like okay like military like for me it's very like sexual too. Like and after like okay lumberjack, I'm always obsessed. Like was I don't I'm since I'm like teenager I was always obsessed with facial hair and I was always trying to grow up my facial hair like and beard and all these like things. I mean come on, lumberjack is just like I'm with you. Oh yeah, yeah. I say it's, a, it's oh, yeah. just like. A, a hundred percent of the character of his facial hair. So, and actually, Sailor, last one, like uh, Seafarer, it was like about probably. It's it's because Brett, I can tell you, because Brett, like yeah, uh, in this in a Seafarer, I'm very mus- like I have a mustache, so kind of his craft, but it's obviously that I have a mustache like big one, so it's like. It's about it's it's about Brad because he I never was like thinking about mustache you know in a sexual way but Brad is the person who bring me to me this idea and make it like very sexual so now like for me it's like I mean especially like the Tom Finland art always like make me make uh make me like you know feel something <laughs> well it's it's funny you say that when it comes to a mustache for me when i was a teenager in the 70s the first time i realized that i was attracted to men there were ad campaigns and there were actors like burt reynolds who had a mustache yeah. uh there was mm-hmm. an ad campaign for cigarettes uh and there was the marlboro man had a mustache yeah, yeah. and so facial hair i agree with you completely it's it's always been a thing for me it always felt very masculine and and yeah. and so i totally get what you're saying when you say that i mentioned earlier about in russia what I don't think a lot of people know that you were an executive producer, you worked in TV, you were very successful. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I don't think people know anything about that side of you. Maybe in the third book, yes. I will talk about my work experience, job experience more. So, I mean, I have like huge, huge, huge job experience. And I start uh, work when I was 16, if you talk about real job. Like real, real job, you know, when you go in an office and like work stuff. Um, my first job was like I start uh, be um, as I was like a des- designer, like graphic designer in a print company mm-hmm. for for a few years. After uh, it, it was in my hometown in a, in a Kazakhstan, in my hometown, so before Moscow. Uh, after I had experience like uh, assistant in uh, some uh, PR. PR company who who did uh, like big 
events, like all those like things. So when I moved to Moscow, I start work like a producer in a magazine, like photo producer. Like I, it was my first job. Like when I start uh, do photograph like in a serious level. Like I mean, because I was I work with a lot of a lot of like celebrity and famous people in Russia. So um, in the second line. When I was working in this magazine, I actually um, start working my first fashion collection. So I did two runway show in the Russian Fashion Week, like a designer. And yeah, you can go like just check it. It's still online because we just uh, I was uh, just show my friends recently in the weekend in YouTube. You just can put like Abramov Alexander Russian Fashion Week, and they will show you like yeah. So. And I was kind of in a successful in this way too, but after I realized it's like I don't want to like um, first of all in this uh, time in Russia like if you do fashion you need like a lot huge huge support and money behind you and I did everything like kind of like from by myself and it was very hard because I was young. I mean of course I had like some like you know like somebody like who like was invest in me, but it was it still was hard. After this I like. I did few fashion collection. I changed job. I back to PR company and I start work for the producer again, like for big uh, brands, Russian brands, for big celebrity, like a producer too. So like I managed and I did like all these photographs, like this like was everywhere in the magazines and online. And after my friend, like my best friend, she become a host, TV host in some show. So and she invite me like uh, in an interview with her boss because they was it's, it was new show and they was looking for like a new blood let's call it like this so she promote me and uh, I got this job first of all like a location manager but after almost like two months they make me like a producer so and I was like uh, like four or five. Almost five years, I was making this reality show. It was about makeovers. So we bring, first of all, what was just a girl. We make like huge makeover. And in the end of the show, we made makeover for a couple. And yeah, and after, after I decided to move uh, to America. Yeah, I mean, I have big background, especially for, for a guy who was just like 20, 24 when I become executive producer. It's like people who... This who I was like had interview here when I was looking for job in New York. They was like looking at me. I'm crazy. I'm like, he's like, how was you? Are? I'm like, now I'm 29, and he's like, and you did show. And I'm like, yes, I was 24. And they like look at me because he's like one guy with who I had like uh, my friends like connect with him, and he was the executive producer in the CNN or something, and he was telling me he like, Alex. It's impossible that like somebody in America become executive producer in a reality show in 24. I'm like, yes, but I did, and I guess was it <laughs> like, and yeah, but it's like it's a long story. We can speak about lo, 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 yeah. Well, it does happen for people who are talented and creative. It does happen. I can tell you, uh, I met my husband. I've been with my husband for 24 years, but when we met, oh wow, um, he was. Uh, a 24-year-old vice president of a huge record label. He was just really talented and good what he did. And when I met him, actually, I'm five years older, and everyone always assumed that he was older than me, not because he looked any, he's way cute, but yeah. um, 
because he was the vice president at 24, everyone always assumed, well, he's got to be older because who's, yeah. who's that successful? So I totally get the story you're telling that, you know, Alex, I know you have to go. I don't want to cut you short. Like, I mean, if you need, if you can, 10 minutes, so okay. we're fine. Like, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Do you mind talking about the Instagram thing? Because I'm fascinated by it. No. Um, in terms of, so you, you started an Instagram account, you start posting pictures, and then you have 300,000 people following you. And what is that like? It's, first of all, it's got to feel good because you, you look <laughs> great. And you, you know the thing about it is I'll tell you because I follow you. I, I mentioned that earlier. In great part, I follow you because I, I – there are a lot of accounts to follow, but you always look not to sound Pollyanna or like simple, but you look really happy. You, you don't look like you take yourself seriously. And I don't say, I don't say mean that you're not a serious person, but you don't take yourself yeah. overly seriously. You look happy. Were you aware of this following happening or did you post a picture one day and suddenly you jumped to a hundred thousand or how did these things happen? I'm, I'm just very curious. First of all, when I started my Instagram, it was like a long time ago. It was 2011 when they oh. just show up in the market. So, so you were I, still in Russia? Yeah. And oh. I, when I, uh, I mean, it's, 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 no, I didn't get my followers like for like five months or something like now people, because like now it's like, it's, it's all about social media, you know, and it's all it's like it's most part about Instagram. So now people, especially young generation who like famous or successful, they can like got like you know, a few hundred thousand for a few weeks. No, my followers, it's more about time. So I grown like my followers like since 2011. It's uh, maybe maybe last few years. It's kind of like faster and faster. I become following like I mean, like example, like for last few days maybe it's like almost like 2000 people like start following me more i just don't allow this up for myself because they have remember maybe you remember they have like like not like now they kind of like have like some frames like some filters in the pictures kind of like make it like polaroid or like old style and i was like because i was love to do photograph i just don't allow this up and like start do pictures and actually my first post it wasn't about selfie or me it was just about like some building or some flowers or some landscape you know like some different things from like travel after like i start post like some selfie or like some uh, body transformation pictures like when i become and yeah it's, and it's like it was like you know snowball like bigger 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 and i one moment it was maybe like few years not few years it was like maybe like for now five years ago when i just realized it's like when you got so much such a big following it's first of all it's big big responsibility that was the question i was gonna ask do you feel like it's a responsibility yeah it is a responsibility yeah. it's actually it's a huge and when i'm realized it's like because I start be more careful probably with what exactly I'm posting, you know, and I'm uh, not like, you know, like I'm select all, oh, I will post just like, like, I don't know, like my selfie from gym or I, no, I'm more style selective about, uh, our li like life. If we talk about life, it's not easy and it's very complicated and it's darker, darker and darker every day. It is always situation. So 
I just realized to be this kind of person, not like who always happy. Of course, I'm not always happy. Like, come on. But I just don't want to like put some negative or like make it pop out like, like, or I don't know, like something bad or like some, uh, I just like, try, because I know it's like people like watch me, people follow me. And like, honestly, I got probably maybe a few times per week, some message about this, like, Alex, thank you so much for your posts it's make my day so like you give me this like uh, love smile good energy good vibes it's make me feel better because it's what exactly we need in this world now it's just like a little bit make everyone a little bit happier because everyone's so angry everyone's so jealous everyone's so uncomfortable everyone's so like you know like want to speak about all this like shit was going on in our in our world now so that i you know i don't want to be part of these people who like who like angry about everything i want to be part of people who f can find something good in every day in every minute in our life you know even if i did pictures in the purpose you know like i was telling about this like all summer last summer when we were like with bread and like out of town and Hamptons, and it's like, we, yes, I did ask my friends to do some pictures in the purpose with bread, like in the pool or something. First of all, my first, my first motivation reason was like, I want to have something captured with bread in this moment. Second was, I want to share this moment with people like in a good way. You don't need to wait when some moment will like, you will get this moment. You can create this moment every time, even like get bread and go on the terrace and make selfie and just like to remember this moment how weather was good how day was uh, fine like what good happened you know it's like every picture every picture is like it's kind of like capture not just what how it looked like it's capture some moments if it's a good moment in the good memories i think it's better than it's bad i mean of course sometimes it's bad but <laughs> it's another, another, it's another interview. I mean, we can go, you know, we can with me. You can always go deep, 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 like conversation. And uh, if we will speak another, another time, I can tell you for now. You never can ask me again about like how we can speak about everything. Like I can speak about everything because, especially because now I'm open my dairy. You know, like kind of for everyone, my journey. So it's like. I speak about a lot of different things, like very private in a, in these uh, books, right? So it will be for me weird to like to hide some information or don't speak about something in the in the public because I already I already almost did it by by books. Yeah. One other thing I want to ask, and and it's 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 kind of part of those dark things that people are talking about. You talk about how people are dark, and we don't have to spend much time on this, but I am fascinated. I write about politics a lot also. Um, I'm very active as an LGBTQ uh, reporter and journalist, mm -hmm. which means I have to follow politics on a daily basis, on a daily basis. And so right now, obviously in the news a lot, the word Russia comes up because we have our president and there's this ongoing thing with collusion with Russia and blah, 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 and this kind of a thing. And obviously all these things, and it keeps going back and forth in Vladimir Putin. And, and clearly, you know, I'm not going to ask you if you know anything about Russian collusion, but being from <laughs> Russia, you have to have 
an interesting perspective on how Americans are looking at this because you know there there are the people who support Trump who say that didn't happen it couldn't possibly happen they didn't do anything there are people who are looking at, at we presume to be uh, the FBI and the CIA and they're they're saying no we have this and that's why we keep looking at it there's evidence but as someone from Russia do you have any thoughts even just to share with me and I don't even have to include this mm-hmm. but do you have any thoughts on how does this all look to you just as an observer? <laughs> like, do you mind me asking? You, you don't before, have to. No, no, no. Before I just like before I told you this, like we can't speak about any subject. I just probably need to mention this. Like I'm completely not politician person, but but being from Russia and you lived under Putin and how I can tell you now, like I mean, just my opinion. It's you can include it if you want to in a, in a, our record online. I don't mind at all. First of all, like Brett always make joke about collusions it's like so if i am here <laughs> so probably so probably collusion is real so it's, it's just a joke so if you're talking about my opinion about this like things like what's going on like and actually i was really really enjoyed and say like this i was really enjoyed last year when all these like uh, things happened uh, election like between hillary and trump I was like really enjoyed and entertainment mm-hmm. by what's going on here in this country because, you know, it was like a lot of, a lot of days, a lot of, a lot of meetings with our friends here in a different spot. It's like when people only speak about election, only about, about Hillary, about Trump. And I was like, kind of like, you know, I was kind of like supporting Hillary because, you know, she was like kind of like pro gay and like, uh, she's a woman and Trump, like all this, all his like bo- bullshit background kind of like don't, don't look well for me. And I was asking Brett, of course, like, okay, what do you think about this one? What do you think about this one? And he'd tell me some story like about Hillary, about Trump and like all these like things. So for me now, this is like collusion, like story. It's not real. It's, it's not real. You don't think uh, Trump or his team or anyone no. had anything to do? You don't think Putin did anything? No, I don't think so. You know what I can tell you about Russian, like a country and like, for now, I can tell you this, like sometimes, you know, sometimes something seems so big, but it's not real. It just seems big. It's like, example, what Russia seems now in a, in a world, it's not like it was before, like an example was USSR. It's very, very, all situation was going on now. And it's like kind of touch every republic in the, like every past, like all this, like small, my, my home country, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, because I'm talking about my mom and she always like tell me about her, like all situation in the country, you know, they still maybe seems like a strong, big countries, you know, like especially Russia. Mm-hmm. But for my opinion, it's not. It's just illusion. They they're not so powerful how they can like represent themselves. Maybe yes, maybe they still like especially in American people, uh, old generation people who remember all this like Cold War and everything. Maybe the Russia still seems like very like you know powerful like country who can just like and you know I don't think so. 
I don't think so. No, no. It's like, and all this like, story about collusion and like, uh, it's like about election and about Hillary. And it's like, just seems like people, first of all, we, we need to remember like you, like a person who work in the media. I'm like a person who work in the media. So like, so, so long time. We should understand it's like media now. It's like, uh, it's, it's a, like weapon, you know? So it's like, and people use this weapon for now all the time. So they just want to, you know, they want to create something. They just cover it something. It's like people don't don't pay attention for some real problems. So they're talking about like bullshit, Russian collusion, you know, like it's just like, seems like it's like fake. There's some real problem. But we speak about like cool, like, like, I mean, why Trump won or like why he, it's so obvious why he won, you know, I mean, for me, at least, because why do you think he won? Because why he won? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, America want to back to like want to back to be, like want to become again like a powerful country, because how I understand with Obama, it was very like long, tough period, especially his second uh, second term. So. And you know, like United States, it's not about New York or Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Like example, Russia, it's not about Moscow or St. Petersburg. It's a huge, huge country in Russia, United States. And people who don't live in this huge city, they little bit like they, first of all, they matter, like for sure, they matter. Their opinion very matter because it's the biggest part of country. It's not like New York and LA, it's not United States. You know, it's like, I remember my first uh, out of uh, when I just went to Connecticut and I'm like, oh my God, it's so clean and so cute and people so nice. And because, you know, in Manhattan, like Manhattan, it's not United States. Like in New York, it's not United States. Like, uh, so, and like example, why Putin won again in Russia? It's just like some, friends of bread asking me like like oh my god i'm like guys like russia it's a huge country it's not moscow and it's not st petersburg people who don't live in a huge city they think about a little bit different they have life a little bit different they have food a little bit different they have everything a little bit different than people who has in a big city so people out of moscow they love putin and this is people who vote for him. It's real people. I mean, for me, it's so simple. I don't know why sometimes. Because people who think different way, like liberal, right? They live in this big city like Los Angeles, New York, Moscow, St. Petersburg. They like more progressive. They're more educated. They're more like, cool. They know they travel around the world. They think different in a di like life in a different level. So, and, but they're a small part of people. It's more part of groups, so they can't, like, you know, like, control everything. So in, in this situation with, like, Trump and Hillary, right? So when, when like, we was saw this map, like, when people was voting and, like, color, like, state was colored in some, like, uh, blue or red. So, you, you, of course, like, yes, New York was voted for Hillary, like, L LA was voted for Hillary. But... Some states, like I remember, it was like even some states was was Democrat. They become Republican more, right? Like it was like why he actually won, like because he got more votes. So because people like in this uh, probably in this states in this city, like they they tired, 
they like don't they want to really change something you know and they probably they probably understand this like uh if hillary will become president probably nothing will change you know it's like sometimes you need like sometimes you need a cut tree like even like if it's how tall bread like yes they both like this both candidate is bad we just need to to choose better from these two but, bad you but. know two bad candidates so I mean, Trump was kind of probably obvious. I mean, because he's a businessman, because he like, you know, he know like America, like, like a bread, like he told me, like, I want to like make start make money because for him, the like, last four years, it was like uh, real estate was just frozen. It's like, don't move at all. Like nothing happened. It's like nobody sell, nobody like rent, nothing. He was, like, it was like that period and for now i ask him sometimes like so like now it's better a little bit like or how and he like yeah like it's still very tough in a big city because it's like tax reform and all everything but he told me like at least it starts a little bit move you know and every time like i just a little bit listen to this news bread always like put fox news or some like some channels to listen like at the end of day like what happened sometimes like and how I understand is like every day there's some new records always mm-hmm. in the in the market like you know there's like or like this uh, I just read uh, I just saw news about for last 17 years it's uh, the most highest unemployed uh, right the lowest um, unemployment in 17 yeah, years yeah yeah right yeah but it's it, it, but it's good right I mean oh it is, is good absolutely really good. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I will point out that, that part of those 17 years were eight years under Obama, where it yeah. continuously fell. So it didn't fall in one year. But yeah. um, no, no, no. I, things are, you know, the, the stock market has done well. It tripled under Obama, yeah. but it has done well. So no, absolutely. I see that. So I was curious, though, because I just think being a Russian and with all this talking, a talk about Russia constantly in the news, and it's tiring yeah. me to be honest with you. I was just wondering how someone who is Russian looks at this <laughs> and thinks, "Oh my God, they just keep talking about Russia, 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 Russia." You know, it's it's just like it's weird for me that like people still keep talking about it and like keep attention for this because there's some like real problem and like example like especially for America, it's like you need to do like your things you know it's like like every person should live their life mm-hmm. like right so it's for countries the same we need to pay attention for russia or like some different country right so first of all make like everything cool inside your country and after like like let's talk about like what's going on here who who try control us i mean but come on it's so so it's like not real, not real, not real. Well, thank you so much for having time to chat. I really do appreciate it. I'm excited to get my copy of the first volume. I've ordered it. I'm waiting for it. I just think you are so charming, and I love following you on Instagram. And your thank pictures you. do make me feel happy when I see them because you do look happy. So mission accomplished there, and I really appreciate it. If I will make at least one person happy every day, I think it will be, it will be good. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, there are people that get on social media and every now and then it's a little jarring. I'll be honest. We should, in theory, social media should be about sharing our lives. But sometimes some people get on and they get everything. And sometimes it's very negative, dark things, which I guess they have the right to do. But but I don't know that everybody wants to get on social media and be brought down 
I do look at your account and other people that I do follow, and I go, I just want to smile for a minute. This would be really cute if I could. And yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing the stories that you tell, though, in your books. So thank you so much for having the time to chat about this. I really appreciate it's it. My pleasure, yeah. It was, I, think it's, I think it's very uh, nice chat, and I'm glad it's like we, we were talking about a little bit different subjects, not uh, which I was like uh, speaking with Larry. So after release, like after you will get the book, like first, second copy. So if you will, uh, interesting to keep our conversation and maybe speak about like your reaction or something like that. I would about... love to, if you don't mind. I would love to. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I open for conversations. So especially I was uh, curious about uh, what do you think? about these books what do you think about this notes you know what do you think about these pictures it's like i'm really like interesting let's make some time i will definitely follow up and thank you so much you have a great weekend thank you you too thank you bye, bye. in that he was born in the republic of kazakhstan and having lived his young adult life in russia alex knows well the lack of lgbtq rights in these countries for those reasons, he's donating 10% of proceeds of Uncovered to the Russian LGBT network, which promotes equal rights and respect for human dignity, regardless of sexual orientation and gender identity. You can find out more information about Alex's book series Uncovered at his official website at www.abramovlex.com. I'll have the link in my show notes. I want to thank Alex once again for the excellent chat. This brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you would share The Randy Report with your friends. I like to think of this podcast as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com and instinctmagazine.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time.